0: This is Enjoy Cherokee Voices, a podcast recorded live to deliver in-depth conversations with dynamic people from all corners of Cherokee County. Listeners like you sink into this weekly podcast to learn more about the people that make Cherokee County extraordinary. And now it's time to get to know another neighbor. Here's your host, Jody Drinkard.
1: Jose Luna is our guest today. I'm so excited. He is such a fun person to talk to. Katie, have you hung out with him at all?
2: I've seen him around here at Thrive at the Mill on Etowah. Occasionally, I know they have an office here. And every time I see him, he's got a big old smile on his face. And he greets me with a big wave and a hello.
1: Yep. Even during COVID, it was close to hugs because he's a hugger. Right. He's a hugger. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He is very excited because he has big news about something that's coming up this summer out on the green. Oh, boy. Yeah. It's going to be very fun. Ah, I'm spilling the beans. Oh no! Yep. Mm-hmm. Keep There's it me- to yourself. No, there is going to be. It's going to be a Calafino Fest. Oh, yeah, Calafino Tequila Fest coming up this summer. Well, that's it is exciting. going to be an authentic Mexican wild party. It's going to be great. I can't wait for it. That's exciting. Yeah, I think uh, Enjoy Cherokee Voices might have a little play in that too. So oh. let's get used to that. All, All right. right. Speaking of Enjoy Cherokee and Calafino Tequila, what do you have to announce?
2: I have to say that Califino Tequila is featured in the May-June issue of Enjoy Cherokee magazine. And if you would like to, after this episode, read even more about Califino Tequila, the business story, and Jose's story, go on over to EnjoyCherokee.com and you can read about Califino and Jose.
1: But not until after you listen to him tell us part of the story. It is a fun one. Hang on. We're going to hear it. You ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. All right. I'm here today with Jose Luna. Yes. I love your name, Luna.
3: Luna, yes. The moon. The moon, yes.
1: I'm here with Jose Luna. He is with Califino Tequila. Yes. One of my favorite things in the world. I'm not kidding. It's all I buy now. Thank you. Charlie's uh, has it.
3: Thank you for the support.
1: Yes. Okay. Are you ready? I am ready. Okay. What's your position at Calafino?
3: So uh, I am the family ambassador, so I, I represent the family in general.
1: Well, that is a perfect place to start. Yes. Tell me where you were born, Jose Luna.
3: Okay. Well, let's go back to, to Mexico, Leon, Guanajuato. Uh, Guanajuato, it's probably about two and a half hours from Guadalajara. It's central Mexico. Central. So if you look at, you mm-hmm. know, it's really in the middle. Uh, you know, you could, from there, you can go uh, east and west and you're about the same distance uh, from the beach.
1: How far are you from the beach? That's very important
3: to me. <laughs> it is to me too. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, I would say, six hours.
1: You know what? I always say in Atlanta, you're always six hours from anywhere. Same. You can go six hours. You mm-hmm. can get to just about any beach around here. Yes. Yes. Okay. So what is the agriculture like in that area?
3: You know, I, the, the way I can explain it better, it's one of the, one of the five regions where tequila can be made. Uh, so it, it is at times dry, uh, but the altitude and the, the temperature helps uh with the growth of the agave. Mm-hmm. So uh in in terms of how you know where 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 the temperature is and all that, you know, it's uh it's it's dry at times. Um you know, depending on the season, uh you do have uh, lots of rain, lots of a lot of rain sometimes. You know, the weather is it's it's very similar to Georgia but not not as cold when it gets cold here, you know. So mm-hmm. there doesn't snow. Uh, but it is very, very similar in terms of how hot it gets.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: South of the equator. Mm-hmm. So maybe even equidistant from the equator than here. Yes, yes. Okay, so one of the big agricultural products I think you just mentioned is the agave plant. Yes. Tell me what the agave plant is exactly.
3: So there's the the uh, blue agave, you know, and there's other, there's multiple families of the agave Uh it uh, The blue agave being one of the best, you know, being one of the most flavorful because of the sugars, uh, it, it, and, and it separates from the, well, and I'm going to explain this a little bit more, but there's uh, what we consider the highlands and the lowlands, uh, where you get the best uh, soils and the best sugars from the highlands, where in the lowlands, it's uh, it, it's essentially a weed. It grows by itself. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> Just... Walking down the road, you'll see one. Yes,
3: okay. Yes, you you, you know you'll find it anywhere, uh, and it's and it's it is it's it has to do a lot with the you know with the um, with the elevation and and temperatures and the soils. Uh, so it, it's you know by just in, uh, by by nature it it, it it grows almost naturally. Like I said, it's almost like a weed, right? That that it grows naturally. Depending on the region, it also provides different flavors, different. Uh, notes, uh, different sugars. So where you, where you have a little more earthy flavors in the lowlands, you have a little more fruity uh, uh, notes and flavors, uh, sugars in the highlands.
1: So similar to grapes, really?
3: Yes. Yes. You compare that to grapes, mm-hmm. right? So it, that's, that's how you can comp- compare it, really.
1: So you were born into a family that lived in this Region In the region, were you in the highlands or in the lowlands?
3: So, León, Guanajuato is, is, is one is one of the regions and, and it would be considered uh, lowlands. Mm-hmm. Uh, how we got to León was my my father, a uh, shoemaker, you know, he, he moved to León, Guanajuato when, you know, before I was born, coming from a, a farm family, you know, he moved to León, you know, to better his family. Uh, he started making shoes and that's really where the Family grew, you know my older brothers, they all became shoemakers, and you know up, up until today, uh, my brother still makes my shoes.
1: No kidding, yes so you you, you come from a cobbler family a
3: cobbler family cobbler yes. family <laughs>
1: and um big family or little family
3: uh, little family we only have there's only six boys and six girls
1: twelve you're twelve. cheaper by the dozen yes. <laughs> and where do you where do you fall you had you have you have eleven brothers and sisters yes
3: yeah, yeah, so oh the, six and six six and six am number eleven
1: you're not oh my gosh yes you had a baby. almost <laughs> the baby
3: Is almost the baby I have a baby sister
1: oh um, you are the baby boy <laughs> I
3: am the baby boy
1: yes. that's great okay <laughs> so so you were born in this region, growing up seeing these agave plants everywhere,
3: yeah, so it's it, but it was mostly uh you know the city uh the, the city of leon was uh, uh, World in the world, one at one time, it was the biggest uh, shoemaker in the world. Mm. One time, uh, or or the capital of the shoe is what they were, what it was called. But the the uh, my dad, my father's, uh, he was very well connected and had friends in Aranda Salisco, where where the the uh, tequila, the distilleries are, mm-hmm. and that's where the tradition comes from. You know, him mm-hmm. going and and uh, having this. This relationship with the with the um with the families there, the distilleries where they would make the tequila for him and and that's where he created his formula and you know it uh, the whole story began there
1: so tell me from the beginning the story is he decided to make his own tequila,
3: so he decided to, he was uh, in good relations he had a great relationships with them, and they uh, they began making him his own taste, uh, you know, creating the formula for his own taste, and that is the taste and the formula that he was sharing with family and friends throughout the years for decades, you know. And uh, and my brothers did the same, you know. They they began tasting this uh, tequila that was essentially moonshine style. It was it was bought in in gallons, um, you know, big jugs of of you know of uh, of tequila. And that's how they used to uh, sit around and drink it. Uh, I have many, many memories of my older brothers and my dad playing cards, playing dominoes, uh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, sitting with their uh, friends and just enjoying having a good time. And I think that is one of the biggest, uh, for us, tequila, it was bringing the family together and bringing uh, the community together. Uh, those are the best memories that we have. So,
1: but for- I, th- I get a feeling it's much different than here. Sometimes we think about tequila brings the fraternity together on a Friday night, and they start slamming drinks. That's not how you no. and your family grew up with tequila. This was, this was a special drink. It this is something spe- special you special moment.
3: It was a special moment, and and it was uh, some of the uh, best memories that we have. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, uh, a lot of dancing, a lot of uh, sharing, a lot of laughter, and a lot of uh, love between family and friends. That's how we grew up around tequila. It was never about, you know, getting uh, drunk, about, you know, uh, having a bad uh, experience. It was always about having a good experience and being with the family and being with the community. So it it was all really about the experience of the community and family. I bet you can hear that music. I can smell the tequila.
1: I, you know what? I the can too. Thing. You know, I can smell tequila right here.
3: Like literally, I can smell the tequila. I know,
1: because he, Jose has brought us a treat here to try. Yes.
3: So we are having the 8 Katie, year, are you here? Are you here, Katie?
1: Are you having some too? She's back there. She's okay. going to have some too, okay? Okay, so we're having
3: the uh, Extra añejo, which is the eight years age, seven years in a white oak barrel, um, then, uh, if we put that in a French oak for an, an extra year, French oak, French oak, cognac barrel, that just, um,
1: when you say that meaning that there was actually a, something else in that barrel prior. Yes.
3: Yes. So they, uh, all, all the barrels that we use are, are used once and then we use them.
1: So, so they're used. So this had cognac. Yes. It smells like cognac. It yes. really does. It does not smell like tequila. Yes. This so is that's
3: a- that bourbon drinkers, whiskey drinkers, when they experience this notes and the aromas, it, it it blows their mind. It really blows their mind because they have never smelled or tasted anything like this.
1: I, w- I wish there was pod sniffing casts because this smells so good.
3: I like that idea. Yeah,
1: that's where we're gonna make our. Second million, yes, right? Yes. All right. Chin chin.
3: Salute. Salute. Salute.
1: Oh, it's like butter. It just is like, uh, it's
3: creamy. It is. It is. It's my favorite. All right. Hang on. We're
1: going to be right back with more from Jose Luna of Califino Tequila.
0: Medicare. What a headache. Where do I sign up? When's the enrollment period? Who can keep up with Medicare and all that other red tape? I'll tell you who. Bonnie Dobbs with the Bonnie Dobbs Agency. Bonnie and her team know all the answers when it comes to Medicare and other red tape. They might even help you find benefits you didn't even know you qualified for. Call Bonnie today if you're turning 65, retiring after 65, changing your living location, losing employer or union insurance coverage. Bonnie can help you with all things Medicare. Bonnie Dobbs is a licensed insurance broker who specializes in senior health benefits. There is never a fee for services, and you will never get that high-pressure sales runaround. Call today at 770-373-7541. That's 770-373-7541. So
1: you have four different tequilas. I, we're going to get back to the whole family and everything. Yes, I, I couldn't handle it. I needed a, a sippy-doo here. Yes. But you have four tequilas that are part of the Calafino family. Yes. There's Blanco. Mm-hmm. I'm, gonna not, I'm not going to say these right. Will you say them for me?
3: Yes. We have the Blanco, the Reposado, Añejo, and Extra Añejo.
1: And this is the this is the extra añejo. This is
3: the extra añejo, yes. Oh, yes. mama! And so we have the blanco that it's not aged. It is, uh, and we'll talk about the blanco because there's a special connection between the, you know, the the gathering for the creation of the blanco. Uh, but the reposado was the original formula uh, of, of my dad. You know, this is this is what what he created. You know, back in the seventies. And that's twelve months. That that is a full twelve months aged in a white oak barrel as well, yes. And is
1: that, that was pre used,
3: mm, yes. So every every barrel um, it stays within its lines. So mm-hmm. uh, every barrel is, uh, that's used for reposado, it's only maintained as a reposado. Okay. Okay. And so, uh, but those barrels are yes, they have been used uh, once. You know, so, uh, it, it's, uh, it's a Jack Daniels barrel and then they have been used once. So the, f- some of the flavors and the oakiness that you get, it comes from the barrel. Okay. The Añejo, it's got a full three years, which, you know, it could technically be considered an extra Añejo after the a full three years. Uh, but we don't because we have this extra Añejo, which is just extremely delicious. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, uh. It's it's uh, it not coming from my words, but it, the, uh, from a customers' perspective and and the experience, it is one of the best tequilas that they've ever had. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know the best part is that they don't have to pay the the uh, uh, the cost that you pay for other tequila, right?
1: I have never tasted a tequila as good as this one.
3: Yes, I. And thank you for that comment but and i I get that a lot. I get that from uh, a lot of customers and that's how we're growing you know that's mm-hmm. how we're growing because the product and it's it it shows not only it is not only it does it have a great story behind it but the, once you taste this it 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 sells itself
1: yeah mm-hmm.
3: it's not you know we're not um lying to you i can just you know i can put five different tequilas in front of you and blindfold and and let you taste all of them and i i can guarantee you this will be the one that you will taste and and enjoy the best
1: that would be a fun that would be a fun guess we've done plenty of times (laughs) when you taste this does your mind take you back to your father and your family
3: you know it, t- it takes me back to my family uh there there's so many moments in, in my life uh not only not, not only my family but friends you know there there's a lot of good friends and family that i you know i can think of and and i have you know many many stories of of uh, of a lot of them but it also takes it takes it takes me back to you know when when i was in san diego with with my family my nephews uh, you know enjoying uh a soccer game or or watching them or playing together
1: well the soccer has a big part of this
3: the soccer it has yeah. a big part in it's in this in, and I would say it is the main reason why this became reality why okay. this became became a brand
1: let's let's talk about that let's talk about it okay so you were in you were in Mexico with your family with your father he was making bootleg tequila <laughs> yes we can say and something <laughs> happened what happened that got that got your family you from mexico to canton georgia
3: well uh, yeah that's uh it's a long long story but uh, i'm gonna make that uh, a, a short story i was you know i was five or six years old when i moved to california Okay, and then, yeah, I, I didn't have a choice. It was you know it was just my my dad was working here, uh, you know, as a contractor, and he would uh, come here to work and go back to Mexico and come back. By that time, by the time I was born, my older brothers and sisters were here already. Mm-hmm. You know, they had all had jobs and they they had good jobs. So we, you know, I I moved with them, and I was I was I'm number eleven, so I you know I I didn't have a choice. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, my. Uh, there, there was some, uh, a few brothers and sisters that that remained in mexico and they they continued going to arandas to uh including my dad when he was when he was back uh sharing you know continuing the same tradition you know bring the tequila but now we were sharing that in california so that, that was no problem
1: getting that across the border
3: well, no, not not then. Okay, <laughs> not not back then. It was it was you know just uh, we, we, well we used to, we used to call it a manzanita. Manzanita is a, it's an apple juice. Ah, so technically we were you know just bringing Bring an apple, in, juice. apple juice. Mm.
1: Yes, <laughs> I like this apple juice.
3: Yeah. So anyway, it was it, it was uh, it was a family tradition. It mm-hmm. was uh, it was all about sharing you know a, a good tequila. But you know the over the years. You know the same tradition kind of continued, and it was all around the same thing, right? G- family gatherings, uh, quinceañeras, which is so uh, similar to a sweet sixteen, and weddings, and it was always, you know, bringing that good tequila. You know, bringing you know that 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 smooth tequila that no one's got. So we was everybody
1: uh, waiting for the Luna tequila to come. Yes,
3: everyone was waiting yeah. for the for the tequila. Around the soccer fields, you know, it was always about, you know, waiting for, for that tequila. And it was shared by my older brothers again and my dad. And uh, it, it, over the years, you know, my, my dad passed in 2000. And my, so my older brothers continued that, that tradition. Mm-hmm. Uh, my brother in Mexico continued making shoes and, and grew the company, um, you know, eventually retired from that sold all the equipment and, and retired. Um, but he, made, he he continued that tradition. Um, uh, f- years later, uh, my nephew, Miguel uh, Luna, Cheeky, you will you Chiki? will remember him as Cheeky Luna. Cheeky Luna. <laughs> Out of college, you know, went to play pro, uh, spent a season in, in Mexico, came back to Pro San soccer? Diego. Yes. He played pro soccer? Mm-hmm. On what team? Uh, so in, in Mexico, he played for Madero mm-hmm. now well, they're, they're now in a different division, but back then they were in first division. And then he came back to San Diego and played for the, uh, indoor, uh, San Diego Soccers. Mm-hmm. And that's where, you know, the celebration began. That's where the sharing of the tequila began. And that's where he met, uh, Phil Savage, which is the, um, uh, main investor and, and a great friend of the family. Uh, both of them are great entrepreneurs, you know, then, you know, that's where the idea came, you know, which I'm kind of fast forwarding, mm-hmm. it's, I'm speeding ahead in the future. <laughs> um, and so that's, that's where, that's where I, I think that everything was meant to happen. And the reason that miguel had to go through all that process and and how my older brothers continue sharing that tequila and that made it to the soccer fields to the locker rooms and enjoyed many championships uh, with phil and 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 the soccers that became just that you know a a history a uh it's almost like a uh you know this story, this book made out of nothing mm. right mm-hmm. It's such an amazing story because the feel that inside the locker rooms and the not only the the tequila in in those moments, but just the you know the the uh the fact that there was this great experience around the tequila and around the soccer, the sports and and this this family. Friendship reunion it was it was just unbelievable it made it uh, honestly I think that that made the team even better really because there was this di- team dynamic that was that is so hard to get from from a from a team you could have the best players in the world and yeah. but there, if there's no dynamic, then there's nothing right right you had a group of people that knew the family they knew us they knew uh everyone it was like a family and and you know they the way they they worked together it, it was like they 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 knew that they had someone next to them and that that uh, that they were going to be there to support them that's the kind of dynamic that that this tequila is, is surrounded by
1: wow it's the glue that kept them th- yes th- yeah. they're probably still the best of friends today all of those people
3: every single one of them when i yeah. go back i still see them and you know some of the older uh, team members uh, from the soccer. We, you know, we uh, we sit around uh, around the uh, the practice uh, field, and you know we we consider the new teams the the B team <laughs> is what what Cheeky says. So, yeah, that's the B team. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty fun. Yeah, that's so no, it's it's and it's still fun. It's still fun. Uh, but you know, I, I all kudos to uh, to Phil and and, and cheeky because they. They continued a tradition and a legacy that my dad started back then. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I give them all the credit. Uh, for me, it's just continuing what they started here in Georgia. Obviously, we have we have a a, 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 a we started a history. We started something different.
1: On that note, we're going to be right back with more from Jose Luna. Hello, this is Earl Darby, owner of Darby Funeral Home in Canton. Our caring staff at Darby's is here for you and your family to help you with a tailored service to fit your individual needs for your loved ones. Whether you want a traditional funeral, cremation, or graveside, we strive to serve our families with care and respect. Let us help you honor and celebrate your loved one's life with sweet times and fond memories at Darby Funeral Home on Main Street in Canton. Jody Drinkard, your host for Enjoy Cherokee Voices. I'm here today with Jose Luna of Calafino Tequila. So you were living in San Diego at this time when all of that soccer was going on, but yes. then something—did you start a job there or something? How did you get from there to Cherokee County?
3: Yes. Yeah, so I you now work for Care uh, Inc. And
1: now that's C-A-I-R-E, is R-E, that right? Yes. Mm-hmm.
3: Yes. And for this organization back back then it, it had a different name. And obviously in the medical industry, uh, but the I, I worked uh, that was that's part of my career. And we uh, I was offered a job to move to uh, Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Uh, we shut down a plant in in Carlsbad, which was very hard for me to leave uh, family friends. It was just a very tough move, uh, but I. You know, if, if, you, if you know me, I, I like to take risk. You know, I, I, I do take those risks and it's paid off. Yeah. Uh, but I, you know, I did. I moved. I moved with the company. I, I got a great offer. And, and then, um, you know, a few years later, the same company sold to a, a company here locally, which back then it was Chart Industries, uh, it bought the oxygen. Uh, division, and I ended up here in, in Georgia and in Cherokee County. Same same thing, you know. It was through opportunities and through hard work. Uh, I think the biggest uh, for me, my my biggest um, added value for having job offers like this and opportunities and opportunities to travel the world has been through work ethic that I have learned you know, over the years and that I was taught when I was little uh, from my dad Mm -hmm. and my older brothers. So I give them a lot of credit for showing me what I know today.
1: And like your father and your brother who worked for their life, nearly their lifespan at Mm -hmm. the cobbler industry, shoemaking Mm -hmm. industry, how long have you worked with CARE?
3: 20, over 24 years.
1: That's remarkable. Mm -hmm. Remarkable.
3: Yes. You don't hear that that very often anymore.
1: No, you don't. Yes. And you met your lovely wife in Indianapolis, is I, that right? I met
3: her uh, dancing uh, salsa, so we, uh, I, I, yeah, so I was, uh, shortly after I moved to Indiana, I was ready to go back to San Diego, so I just could not take it anymore, I was mm-hmm. done, I was, I just couldn't handle it, and I met a good friend that owned a salsa company, and he asked me to come and, and just join, and participate, take some classes, socialize. I uh, will have to show you. Oh. My, my wife and I will have to show you. <laughs> we did perform. so. Oh, did you really? Yes. Good. Okay. Uh, but we, that's how it all began because I, I, I was like, okay, you know, maybe I'll uh, stick around and see what life has you know, for me here. And I, I went around, met a lot of good people, a lot of professionals and yeah, I met you know my, my wife, and you know at that time she was an instructor and didn't pay attention to me, and I didn't pay attention to her. I think I was more interested with uh, about someone else than her. Oh, oh okay. <laughs>
1: does she know that? Well, she will. She now. knows that. She <laughs> she
3: does know that. Yeah, she. We talk about this all the time. Yeah, um, but um, you know, we didn't pay attention to each other, and and it was not until after like three months later that we somehow we start dancing and. You know, she was supposed to move out of college. After college, she was supposed to move to Savannah, actually. Wow. It, so her her idea was to move out of, out of Indianapolis, move to Savannah, and teach. And so that fell through. And I was then offered, you know, months after we were dating, I was then offered a job here in Georgia through Chart and, it was like uh, you know it was, it was like hey uh, I'm leaving I'm leaving <laughs> to Georgia. Oh no! And then her answer was like uh, she was she said when do we leave? And oh. uh, so it, it, I knew then that it was you know I was well I I, I knew then but she also reminded me that you know there was she used yeah. to sing uh, what's the name of that song. Oh yeah. <laughs> by Beyonce. He's he by the way, he's he's pointing to his ring on his yes. hand there. So yeah, that's
1: funny. That's yeah, funny. So
3: anyway, uh, but we did uh, over you know our period of uh, of about the next you know eight, nine months we, we did dance uh um Latin music, you know, salsa bachata merengue. Uh we did perform uh, at the um at several events. And it was fun. It was just a lot of fun. We we had a lot. Of, we enjoyed ourselves. And, you know, right now we do have four kids, but we still, when we get a chance, we, we, we do enjoy dancing still.
1: I understand there's something pretty special about your four children.
3: There's something very special. We were blessed with uh, being foster care parents. And through the foster care parent system, we adopted two beautiful girls when there were three, just three and five. And, um, you know, we, we were blessed with them. We were blessed yeah. with them. And soon after that, as soon as we accepted the, the, the adoption, we then got pregnant with our first one.
1: Just like everybody <laughs> just else. Just like everybody <laughs> We've
3: many stories that we heard like this. That's <laughs> so fantastic. time. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's just, it's a joy to see your family out at the events and stuff out on the green. I just really like seeing your kids. They're so cute.
3: Yes, yes.
1: So, and I'm talking about the green out here on, um, at, at, where are we? <laughs> the, the Mill, Mill on Ottawa. Yeah, the Mill on Ottawa. that's <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, beautiful
3: place. We, yeah. I, I love this place. You know, I, I think the this community has accepted us and has been part of this, uh, you know, journey mm-hmm. and, and the start of all this. Uh,
1: so what exactly are you doing here? What is Calafina? Why do you have an office here in Thrive? Why are you here? Tell us what the... The dream is, or the goal is here.
3: So I, I, I again of uh, how we started. Th- this I am the family and the tequila uh, representative. I am the ambassador. Uh, my wife is the, the s- distribution company. Mm. That that has a whole story of uh, of its own because of all the uh, all the things that that happen uh, just to make it uh, to make this a distribution company here in Cherokee County. We are. Or she is the first distribution company here in the county, in Cherokee County, of
1: any type of liquor,
3: of alcohol. any type of alcohol, any yes. alcohol at all. Yes, uh, this the uh, spirits. Okay, spirits. So that you know, the, the dream, the uh, the vision, has been to make this a high end distribution company where you will find quality products, just like Califina, and be part of the community. So it is not about, it is not, it is not uh, guided towards being a competitor of of the other distributors that you can sell everything on the shelf. That's not the intent. The intent is to present a good experience, a a good quality um, distilled uh, liquor or wine, or peer and, 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 and provide the experience. That's, that's what this company is all about. Mm-hmm. And, and what is the, the vision is to, you know, to grow here organically and to expand, in you know, South Southeast region um, here in, in uh, the middle of Neroa, you know, as you, as you already know, we are, in the process of building the warehouse uh, that uh, is under construction right now, which where we're going to have, you know, there's going to be more space for more products. And as the business grows, you know, there will be need for, for bigger space. Uh, But, you know, the, the, the connection here with the community and the, uh, the dream is to be here and to grow here and build the history here.
1: Did you put let let me see if I can rephrase this. Um, did you blaze a path for other people that might want to be distributors, distributors of spirits here in Cherokee County?
3: Yes. I, I, you know, there's definitely opportunities You know that opens up doors for new entrepreneurs, new dreamers that are, that really want, you know, a dream come true, uh, to really go and, and, you know, look, look for options. Mm -hmm. Um, you know it was not here before and and i think we we did that through the support of the city and and and, and the uh the county really a lot of a lot of leaders here really supported us a uh, lot of developers and and the community mm-hmm. uh so we we you know with this it opens up doors for for more uh for other uh you know community leaders that mm-hmm. you know that want to initiate something here uh, i think it's great or the community is great for the county and it's great for the state that we have options, uh, and that we can, um, really promote, you know, competition between us and, and, and business and, and, and the you know, and the, the partnership, you know, at the end of the day, we're, if, if we, if we can provide for the, for our communities, we all, we all win. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right? We all win. And if we can provide good products and educate our community of how to drink responsibly and drink, good quality products then you know it's it's our responsibility too so we feel responsible to educate uh good quality products and that it does they don't have to be bad and it doesn't have to be a bad experience
0: The next home for you or your loved one may be just around the corner of the Phoenix Senior Living Community in North Georgia. The retreat at Canton and the retreat at Jasper offer beautiful surroundings with friendly professional associates, delicious food, and the best of care. Our residents enjoy private studio apartments with maintenance-free living. Please visit with them on the web at phoenixsrliving.com, view their communities online, and schedule an in-person tour today. Phoenix Senior Living, when it comes to your loved one, everything matters, and it matters to us.
1: You are listening to Enjoy Cherokee Voices I'm your host Jody Drinkard and I'm here with Jose Luna of Calafino tequila. I have a couple questions about tequila itself okay okay first of all, what are the ingredients other than blue agave What else goes into this amazing Calafino tequila?
3: so depending on depending on the, the different levels uh, you know you can uh, like for example the uh, the blanco is it, it's got a Little hint of vanilla. So it, it all depends on uh, the formula, you know, and how you create your formula, the different notes and the aromas are going to be there. Uh, the reposado, it's got a buttery spice and vanilla. Notes. Do you
1: actually put vanilla in there?
3: It's cooked in there. in, the, in the, Okay. Uh, yes, yeah, so it, it's cooked in there. It's part of the cooking process. So uh,
1: first you heat it. So you, you take it out of the agave plant hmm you drain out this juice
3: the, the uh, yes the agave so you you cook it you uh uh you extract all the sugars and the juice and and that that gets you know obviously that that's all all your sugars you start the fermentation process and throughout the fermentation process you 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 take out the uh, heads and the tails uh colas and cabezas what we call mm.
1: them okay
3: yeah so that's it's basically the sa- the same process right and and from there, then the process began um, the the aging process uh, and how you how you add those notes into the the aging process. You know that that there's got has got a lot of combinations, a lot of variables.
1: So you heat the you heat the agave juice. Is mm-hmm. that what you call it? Just agave juice, or yes, and yes. You heat that up and you throw in these notes of things, and then it's really about the aging. Once it cools. Yes. Does it, does it heat for like days or does it heat for like 20 minutes or?
3: No, it's, it's days. It's days. days. Yes. Uh, I'll confirm how many hours, but I think it's like seven, two hours that that it it cooks.
1: It's it's not important. I just was curious if it was like, you know, a fast thing or.
3: Yeah. No, it's, it's not really the the tequila is one of the most, uh, uh, I would say intense labor, intense Mm -hmm. uh, uh, spirits. Uh, and not, it's that, but also it is one of the purest and 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 uh, for your digestive system, it's um, I guess is one of the best spirits uh, in mm. the world. So it's got its benefits. Not only you know you, you could produce a very good tequila, sipping tequila, but it's also got some uh, some health benefits to it. You know, with limitations obviously. Right. <laughs>
1: and I guess it had, could go the other way too. I guess. Yeah.
3: Yeah. You. You got to be careful with that. <laughs> well, cheers.
1: Cheers. Mm hmm. Had a little slurp there. It's good. I'm trying to. One time I learned how to sip and smell at the same time. Mm hmm. And sometimes it doesn't go right for me and I get a little choked up. But mm-hmm. it's so much better when you can smell it and yes. sip it at the same time. Yes.
3: And it's you know it, it's it's also uh, I I said this earlier you know the the education about how, on how to drink a, a tequila. Um, Teach and, me. Well, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the, the the first thing that you have to do uh, it's uh, we always suggest having a clear palate. Mm-hmm. You know, you uh, we really don't recommend having 12 beers, and then start drinking tequila. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was my mistake in 1985, I think. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
3: So that's, you know, that if you really want to uh, experience everything, you know, you, you, you might want to have a clear palate. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot, of, uh, a lot of times I like to use bread just to clear up your palate, mm-hmm. um, you know, water uh, just to have a clear palate. Uh, you know, you first you first want to just take a you know half a teaspoon just to kind of get your palate used to it. Almost just
1: like coat your mouth. Yeah, just and to coat it. Yes. It feels so good. It's just like menth. Yes. It's like menthol, or I don't know. It has this opening of all your senses when you do that
3: or yes. something. Yes. Another very important thing is you know when you pour tequila, obviously we you know we use sniffer glasses so that you can really let let you know, the tequila and the aromas open up. Otherwise, you don't get the full experience, mm-hmm. right? So you can take a shot glass and you will not get the nose. You, really, you know, you're not going to get everything. So you, uh, a good sniffer or wine glass will really give you the the aromas and, and what's in there. Um, so then you, you really take, you know, that your, ne- your next step is to take a... Uh, Do you, you know, swirl it at all? Is that you do a, yeah. Swirling, swirl it? yes swirl mm-hmm. it uh, just to you know you, you do that and depending on the glass you will get different aromas oh so it that is it's so just, good. it's it's weird to say that but you know depending on the glass you will get a different experience from depending on dip. the shape
1: of the glass is yes. that you mean yeah yes because i think like a snifter kind of rolls it back into itself it sort of yes yeah yes.
3: so you, you know you you do have a different experience and i i can You know, I can tell you that if you, if you take a shot glass and if you take a sniffer glass, you will have two different experiences with the same tequila. So it, it is, it is very important when we educate our customers that we use the right glass Mm -hmm. or a glass that will give, give you the, the full experience. Right. Otherwise you, you can't really uh, go through the full experience. Um, so then you, you know, you sip and it's just like one, right? You, um. You breathe out, um, you take a, a sip, uh, and you breathe out, and then what's left is the, the notes, right? You then you get to experience front and back, yeah, uh, palate. You know the uh, f- front, you're always going to get all the notes in front back. You know, you're going to get a, a lot of the um, like the cooked agaves or for the extra añejo. Uh, I, I hear a, a lot of customers uh, that they really get the chocolate mm. uh, in the back so it's it's depending on your depending on your palate everyone's got a different palate but mm-hmm. you know I, I i like to hear uh the customer's experience because everyone's got a different experience so what is your experience right now with this X it
1: really is I, I can't explain how it opens my senses i don't know what it is but even i think i'm smelling everything better mm-hmm. you, you know like the microphone, <laughs> if that makes sense. But, I mean, everything seems to be smelling better. It just opens everything. I think it it has a, f- I don't know that I get chocolate. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try it again because I almost feel like it's a, um, I want to say a caramel. Like a, okay. like a deep caramel, like a a hot caramel. Yes. Like a, a melted caramel. Cooked yes. caramel. Yes. yes. That kind of melts in mm-hmm. your mouth and just feels like yumminess from a, a fall day yes. that's what it's just so good it tastes like fall to me that's it it. it tastes that, like that's, fall
3: that's good yeah that's good fall a fall taste yeah i oh. like that
1: and like leaves burning i could just i can feel it mm-hmm. yes but speaking of burning i love this bottle because the tell me about the label
3: yes so the you know what uh, the let's start with the rope uh, okay yeah from the top mm-hmm. so the, the rope, it's the fibers of the agave. So the, the fiber is turned into rope and the rope then is hand dyed uh, to match the bottle, the different levels of the, of, the, uh, of the bottle. So in this case, you know, it's a dark, old, you know, aged caramely, uh, brown for the extra, Añejo. That fits well with the, you know, with the color of the, beautiful. Of, of the bottle uh leather uh, have you ever seen a leather label for any other tequila company never never <laughs> exactly so you know the way, this this right here is it right actual here, leather is it, it real is, leather it is real leather and uh you, you know a, a lot of people don't know this but my brother uh everyone calls him Tio so uh, Tio yeah. Jose he uh, he start cutting this by hand uh so, so the, the 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 first models of this were cut by hand by my brother
1: no kidding
3: yes so it was it was uh quite an experience and you know him being a a cobbler a shoemaker you know he of course right it's easy right um but that's that's what that is the bottle in itself something that you didn't know is that uh, between phil and and cheeky there was uh you know, it, there was a, a, a conversation about, well, you know, how about round? No, how about square? How about round? How about square? And there's a combination of the two.
1: Oh, my gosh. Sure enough, the bottom is square. The top is round. Yeah. That's amazing. Yes. So I, just so you know, everybody, you can go to our website at enjoycherokee.com backslash voices. You're going to be able to see pictures of Jose and the bottle and these beautiful labels, the beautiful labels and the rope.
3: Yes, it's gorgeous. You know, it's funny because we've had customers at restaurants that as the, when they finish the bottle, they want to take the bottle. They're, they, yeah. they're willing to finish whatever shots are left from the bottle ta- <laughs> to take the bottle because they want the bottle.
1: That's fantastic. <laughs> It's good that's good to know yes they're starting their own traditions yes with this yes, yeah. they are. yes
3: and we do we do uh we do have a friend that makes uh candles from from the bottle so oh. it, it's a great it's a great you know you put it up on your shelf and it just looks great beautiful yes yeah, yeah so quality outside quality inside and and a, and a good quality uh history behind the product
1: and you you're like using every bit of the agave even with the rope there that's pretty yes cool.
3: yes you know we have to be conscious right you know just how we're conscious of giving back to the community we have to be conscious of the environment you know that that's that's part of it you know it's it's uh it's our social responsibility and the environment responsibility you know we have to make sure that we uh we do this for us and for our future generations
1: absolutely well jose thank you so much thank is you. there anything else I want to put a little break here. Is there anything else that you wanted to mention? This isn't, we're going to cut this part out, but did you want to talk at all about the possibility of the festival?
3: Yes. Yes. Okay. That, okay. That's a great idea. So coming up, uh, events, uh, look us up, look, us, uh, look up the website, califino.com. Uh, we do have a lot of events coming up. We do have a, a future uh, event. Uh, last year was Calefino Fest. We are planning on having that event here at the Milo Nerua. Uh, we know we have a lot of support uh, to uh, repeat this event, but in a much bigger uh, scale, we're going to uh, bring some great experiences. We are planning on bringing uh, the uh, tradition, the Mexican uh, tradition for the September Uh uh independence day
1: oh what day is that
3: uh it's uh 16th of September but we are going to celebrate that on on a sunday the following sunday okay uh we'll be bringing um some live performances uh some mariachis for those that uh that know what mariachi is uh some uh, uh traditional dance performers and uh, we're going to bring uh something very different from last year But it's going to be a great experience. We're going to bring vendors. We're going to bring food, uh, authentic food. And obviously our our tequila will be the main showcase of of that festival. But we are trying to bring something different to the community. And, and when I say different, you, you'll, see, you'll see what we're talking about.
1: Ooh, I'm uh, excited. Yes. I can hear the bands in my head already. Yes.
3: <laughs> Are you um, going to
1: perform? you and your wife going to dance? A little salsa? No, no,
3: no, no. no we're not going to perform. but There's a
1: stage <laughs> waiting for you out they're, there.
3: They're, yes, but we will be bringing uh, uh, professional dancers for the traditional, your traditional nice. for Glorico, which is going to bring a total new experience to this community.
1: Oh, that's very cool. Yes. I'm very excited about yes. that. So we're, so we're
3: having that, but again, you know, we're, we're going to have, you know, look up, always look up to the, uh, on the Milan Erua, because we're going to be bringing other events. Uh, look up, look us up, look at uh, califino.com, so that, because we do have events uh, throughout the community, different restaurants, different venues, um, that we're going to bring the experience and, you know, the the family and the, the tradition. Great. Together.
1: We all look forward to it. Yes, Jose. I
3: am so excited.
1: I'm. I can't wait. Really. Yeah. And thank you.
3: And thank you, Jody, for for having me here. Uh, you know, this means a lot to me. It means a lot to the family. Uh, you know, uh, Cheeki. Uh, a few of the family members have been here, so you know them yes. personally, and, and you know what we're all about. So we we we, you know, we thank you for the support. We thank the community and everyone for the support, and we we love everyone here.
1: And Joy Cherokee is always happy to help you. We are... Part of your family. Yes. And vice versa. Yes. Anytime you have anything new to say, mic's always open for you. Thank you. Come on back. Chin chin. Chin chin. Oh, salute.
0: Salute. Yes. (laughs) Enjoy Cherokee Voices and Enjoy Cherokee Magazine are produced by EMI, a nationally recognized award-winning multimedia content producer. Copyright 2021. All rights reserved. For additional information about this and all of our podcasts, visit enjoycherokee.com. If you enjoyed this show, click subscribe and take some time to rate and review the podcast now. It really does help us succeed in the booming world of podcasts. And now, stay tuned for Fun Facts with Katie.
1: And here we are with Fun Facts with Katie. How you doing, Katie? I'm good. What an episode that was. I know it. I know it. I'll give you one fact right now. I'm ready. i I love Jose Luna. Right? He's such a nice guy.
2: He is, and
1: he's so fun. I know it. He's a great time to hang out with. So, did
2: you have any facts? Did you find out any facts? Fun facts. I did. I actually found out that recent events, according to Forbes, in 2020, there was a 46% increase in tequila sales. So, everybody's got to have their tequila.
1: <laughs> hmm I think I may have contributed to that just a <laughs> little bit. My gosh. Well, I guess he's getting in on, Jose and the whole family's getting in on the right time to launch, a tequila Absolutely. around here.
2: I hope Calafino gets to be part of that increase in sales.
1: I'm sure it is. You know, he gave us, he gave me sips. You, you got a sip too, right? I
2: did get a sip.
1: I am not kidding you. That is the best tequila I have ever had. That was the extra añejo, which is the super, what was it? Uh, it's the eight darkest. Years. Yeah. yeah. It is so good. It really is like drinking something I've never had before. I mean, right. just, it's so mellow and great. Did you find out any? Fun facts about tequila. Other than that,
2: I found out that Georgia is the fourteenth most tequila drinking state. No kidding. Yes. So
1: fourteenth. Fourteenth. What would be number one?
2: Number one is Nevada. I'm sure Las oh, Vegas contributes yeah. to that a great deal. And Colorado second. California is actually fourth, which mm. is still pretty high. But that's pretty high. Yeah. I would have thought they would be one or two.
1: Yeah. But
2: that's, that's
1: interesting. Georgia's 14th. Hmm. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah, not bad. Getting her name up there.
2: Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I got something for you. All right. I, um, I went to, um, one of the most highly respected fact finding sites on the internet. It's called wide open eats. Oh, I, and there's absolutely no, oh, there's somebody by the name of Carissa Stans, okay. who, who's actually, um. Posted as, this is the writer of that. So okay. I, I'm sure that it's 100% accurate. Because Probably. Because she is no, known across the globe as somebody that knows yes. what she's doing. Household name. hmm <clears throat> And this is cheers to the seven health benefits of tequila.
2: Oh, wow.
1: hmm Yeah. Especially if you grab a lime and a salt, it says. Oh, right. Number one, believe it or not, this is something that diabetics can drink. Huh. Mm-hmm.
2: Low in sugar, I guess?
1: Yep, especially those with type 2 diabetes. The, the agavins, as she refers to it, is a natural sugar and are non-digestible, so no blood sugar levels will spike.
2: Interesting. I
1: find that interesting. In fact, it can lower glu- glucose levels and increase insulin pr- uh, production. Increase insulin production. Huh. I find that interesting. I would ask your doctor...
2: Yeah, I was just about to say, maybe check with your yeah, doctor on But that. I
1: find it pretty interesting. It also, number two, cleanses the colon.
2: Oh, lovely. hmm How
1: fun. Yeah. It can aid in weight loss. Oh. I might want to check with your doctor. Uh, it helps <laughs> fight dementia.
2: Interesting. That's yeah. a little surprising.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: Has that been tested?
1: It says studies have shown that drinking alcohol like tequila in moderation may aid in the fight against dementia. Too much, oh. though, and you'll be back on stage next Friday night singing that who knows what. Right. Yeah, of
2: course. And Doing then you karaoke. won't remember it
1: anyway. So. Yeah. But again, you might want to check with your doctor before right. adding that to anybody's dementia medicine regime. Um, it aids in digestion, which I guess kind of goes hand in hand with the colon.
2: Yes. thing. But makes
1: sense. M- again... Doctor, yeah, uh, it is a probiotic.
2: I kind of think those are all kind of going hand in hand, yeah,
1: but again, it is actually prescribed by doctors in Mexico.
2: Interesting that I did not know that, yeah,
1: and it's a cold buster. The idea here is that the agave would soothe a sore throat, and the lime would add vitamin C, and the tequila, well. Alcohol kills all bacteria, right? Check yeah. with your doctor. Maybe,
2: probably not doctor recommended.
1: <laughs> I would say these are really funny facts. Maybe yeah. not such fun facts as much as funny facts. But yeah. um, tequila, there's a lot of facts about it.